0: In my experience, one of the toughest questions to answer, and I almost feel like there may not really be one single answer, is that very nagging question, how do I carry on when I no longer know what to believe and when I'm completely filled with doubts about everything? I have talked to many people over the years who have felt this way at times. I have actually experienced some of that this week myself, and the stories themselves really don't matter much because they're really just stories, but at a deeper level, what I find is that when I look at trying to answer that question, I find that the, you know, the, the answer itself really isn't that important, and at some point... I have found that what I really have done is just give up the need or let go of the need to find an answer for that and instead really go in a different direction and that direction is just mindfully coping in spite of the fact that I don't really have any easy answers. What is most amazing about this is to at least at least to me in my own in my own experiences and in my own humble opinion, is that the less that I try to really understand what it all means and what it is that I am supposed to be doing, it's really all the beliefs that I am holding on to, that are making this so difficult for me and I'm and I by no means saying that having beliefs or believing anything is wrong or bad or not good for us as I'm not saying that I think it's really just a matter at least for me and people that I have taught and worked with that it's not so much uh, believing that you know that you know believing that beliefs are wrong it's really much more about understanding and appreciating the limits Of beliefs. And I uh, heard someone speak this week about beliefs versus direct experience, and have had some of those experiences myself this week, where you get to a place where you start to realize. And I think what happens is with mindfulness practice, we become much more aware that we are really clinging to beliefs about who we are. About what we're doing, what we're supposed to be doing, what we think should be happening. Uh, those beliefs can then, you know, also fuel expectations about what we think should happen, the uh, the results that should come. If I do this, you know, this should happen, and it uh, it it does tend to feed on itself. And I think what happens is the more invested I get in being the person who is believing that you know i am this or i am that and that because of that this should be happening or that should be happening really ends up setting myself up for a lot of disappointment it also sets me up in a situation where you know if it doesn't go the way that i think that it should then i'm really setting myself up to to struggle and it's it's really unnecessary there's going to be suffering involved Because things aren't really, you know, if they don't line up exactly the way that I expect that they should or turn out the way that I think that they should, that I'm going to find myself feeling, uh, you know, a lot of negative emotions, thinking a lot of negative thoughts. So really what I want to get to the heart of is, you know, getting to a place where I can literally see the limits of carrying these beliefs and investing in them and what i find is that you know that is it's come to a place where i sometimes have found myself this week really at a loss in other words i really just saw that the beliefs themselves weren't really doing me any good whatsoever and so then the question becomes what do i do if i'm not going to if i'm not going to hold any beliefs about who i am or what i sh- you know what i should be doing and how i should be doing it what is the alternative and it's a very valid question and it is one that if we have not had a lot of experience in what i refer to uh, and what some teachers refer to as direct experience really all that is it's not complicated it's just really what happens when we practice mindfulness in other words we you know utilize some sort of meditative practice to calm our minds down We then go to the next step, which is to really just pay attention to what it is that our minds are doing. And really what we're doing at a deeper level is we are, you know, we are undergoing uh, what's referred to as, I guess this would really be just a term, you could call it a lot of different things, but I'm referring to it today as direct experience. Uh, You know, Zen practitioners, uh, you, you know, basically focus a lot on this as well. It's, you know, what's happening right here, right now, just in the flash of an instant. Uh, not what I, you know, it's all about, not what my mind thinks about what is happening, not how my mind or my body is reacting to what's happening. It's what is actually happening. And in order to get to a place where that becomes, where it feels more normal or where it feels more comfortable, or where we can feel a little more plugged into it. I know there's, you know, several different practices that people can utilize to do that. And it really, this isn't about what I'm talking about today. Isn't really about comparing, you know, one particular method to another, because at the end of the day, you know, the methods themselves are really just methods. Those are things that we utilize for a period of time. And at some point, they possibly, you know, very possibly run their course. And, uh, you know, we have to set them aside and either, you know, pick a different method. And really, I think it's more along the lines of I think I feel like in some ways it picks us. I don't know that we rationally really pick those things. I think that those things just tend to, uh, to happen. But there again, that is just, you know, that's one person's opinion. And I could even say that that's a belief. And at some point I have to let go, to the, go of that and say that I really just don't know, that I really just don't have any answers. And in the absence of any answers, what we find sometimes is that that can be, especially in the Western world, it can be, you know, for people in the Western world can be very scary and very disarming. I'm not saying that it wouldn't affect people in the Eastern part of the world as well. It's just that in the West, there tends to be this, you know, there's a lot, there's a heavy investment. In what's referred to as personality, uh, in our beliefs and our ideas about who we are and what this life is all about, and, and uh, uh, that there's a tendency to uh, to really hold on to those things because that's just the way uh, that these you know various cultures in this part of the world have uh, you know have operated for so long, and uh, it's just one of those things that I find that if I can be more open. To just experiencing directly what's going on, I don't have to get so caught up in my thoughts about uh, what it is that I am believing that I'm finding myself, you know, if I'm really wrapped up in that, then at some point I feel like I, you know, either what it is I'm believing is not, is not bearing out. It's not, uh, you know, I'm not finding the answers in that. Or the circumstances of my life are putting me in a position where I really don't know, you know, I don't know what to do next. I'm not really sure how to carry on. What is really interesting is that the more that we practice mindfulness, what we find is that even, and I I found this many, many times, I can literally be coping and not even realize that I'm coping. Because I'm so, you know, if I find myself so wrapped up in my thoughts and my reactions, to what i think is happening and that i am resisting it somehow i am fighting against it i'm i I feel as though something you know really bad is happening and i realize there are times where things that are you know are bad are happening but i'm really talking more along the lines of this is just your everyday garden variety you know what it feels like to be a human being you know when everything really at a uh, a deeper level is really okay or relatively okay which is a lot of the time For for uh, for many people, Uh, but this is really more about what it is that I do. What it is that I do when I find myself completely filled with doubt about what it is. You know, how did I get to this point, and where do I, you know, where do I move forward? So, what I really want to try to do is, first of all, acknowledge if I find myself feeling backed into a corner. Where I don't really know what to do next. I'm afraid, you know, in some way to take that next step. I feel, you know, as though, you know, anything that I do is going to be wrong. These are all just thoughts. These are all just really beliefs at the end of the day. If I, you know, if I am, you know, if I'm believing that this is the way things are and that this is the way things are going to be, then they really are just beliefs. So, where mindfulness practice can really help is that once i get my mind still i can just start to really watch these thoughts and the more that i do this what i find is that there really is a difference between my direct experience in other words what it really feels like to be a physio physiological or a biological being you know having this particular experience of being alive at this moment of breathing in and breathing out and, you know, seeing things around me and hearing things around me and just, you know, feeling like what it feels like to be in the, to be this particular person in this moment. And the more that I pay attention to the fact that, uh, and it's really just a matter of pain. It's, it's where we choose to focus our attention. The more that I pay attention to these thoughts and I'm aware of them, that I'm not trying to analyze them, I'm not trying to second-guess them. All I'm really doing is just allowing myself to be here in this moment while it's happening. And what that allows me to do is to see these thoughts happening. I can't stop them from happening. Uh, any beliefs that I'm holding on to, what I find is that I it, it's, a, it's a little easier to let go of them if I am just kind of watching the way my mind is operating, you know, my self talk, how I'm talking to myself, what it is that, you know, any, any self defeating thoughts that those things tend to be habitual. If I get into the habit of thinking certain self defeating thoughts, most likely I'm going to repeat that when I find myself in a place where I really don't know what to do next. And when I feel, you know, what's referred to as if I feel paralyzed or unable to take that next step, is strange as it sounds, those are really just thoughts that we're having about what's going on in this moment, about, you know, who we are, and I can very quickly and easily become the person that doesn't know what to do next and doesn't have any answers, that I can let go of that and realize, okay, that's just me thinking these thoughts again. This is just, you know, me holding on to this identity and these beliefs that, really at the end of the day they're nothing more than that and it's not about judging them it's really about just seeing the limitations of thought and the limitations of holding on to beliefs and holding on to an identity that we have about who we are and what we're supposed to be doing and what should be happening based on the actions that we're taking. it It can be a little bit disarming to see the limits of those things. And again, it's not about judging them or saying that they're invalid or that they're bad or wrong in some way, or that there's something wrong with us for uh, being attached to these things and and making them part of our uh, you know of, of who we think we are. Really, what this is more about is about being more kind and gentle to ourselves and and being able to appreciate that it's, you know, this is baggage that we can carry and sometimes it gets very, very heavy and makes it a lot more difficult for us to, to live moment to moment because of this complicated infrastructure that we have built in our minds or these models that we have in our heads about who we think we are. And the more that I can sustain a practice that allows me to return back here to this present moment right here, right now, where things are generally more okay than I would like to believe that they are or that I would like to think that they are. Uh, it really does allow me, it gives me a little bit of breathing room. And that's not to say that I you know, couldn't find myself in some difficult circumstances based on previous choices that I've made. Uh, there's been a lot of that in my life for certain and and I would imagine that's the case for most people. We can sometimes find ourselves in circumstances that we can't immediately change, and in some cases there you know it, you know we it, it could take a long period of time to change them and in some cases, we may not be able to change them at all and that 's not really so much about what i 'm talking about today because this isn't really a you know this is not about a program to try to change anything. Uh, that's kind of outside of the scope of this. That's really, you know, each person has their own uh, beliefs about what they think should be changed. And it's a, I, I really believe that's kind of in the responsibility of each individual person. This is more along the lines of how do I cope? How do I get from minute to minute or moment to moment? If I really feel like I'm at a dead end and I, and I don't feel like I can carry on any further, I don't feel like I can go on anymore. Uh, I think it's very natural and human to feel that way. I think what is not, a, what, what doesn't always come so naturally is the ability to be able to appreciate at a deeper level that these things that we can sometimes refer to as feeling. We feel like we can't go on. We feel like we're completely paralyzed with doubt. That the most important distinction that I can make is that these are thoughts that we're thinking. Uh, the the emotions themselves are just really feelings. You know, different different you know levels of energy that we feel as physiological beings. But these are really the more that I can understand and appreciate that these are thoughts that I am, and in most cases they're they're habitual. I am thinking them over and over and over again. If I am identifying as the person who can't go on any further, uh, I'm putting a lot of investment of my time and energy into, I'm busy being that person who doesn't know what to do next and feels like all is lost. And really, all I really have to do, as simple as it sounds, although it's not easy, is really just to be able to to pay attention to those thoughts. And the more that I can see that they are just notions in my head, the easier it can actually be for me to just be human and take the next step and trust and have faith. However, you know we choose to do that. Uh, to be able to feel empowered enough to do what comes naturally, what we really think is the next, you know, what the next step should be. I know that I'm in a much better position to at least, have, you know, have some idea of what that is, or be more in tune with what feels, you know, naturally in the in the flow of all things, if I can not be believing everything I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And this this has been an interesting week, in that I have for. Reasons that are really just part of, you know, my life story that at the end of the day, it is just really a story. I'm no different than anyone else. I have made my mistakes. I have taken wrong turns uh, like a lot of people. And I have also, you know, made certain choices. Uh, and this is really what makes and it and it's being able to see that it, that it really makes me more human to be able to love myself in spite of that to be able to give myself unconditional love to be able to recognize that that this is part of the human experience that sometimes we just find ourselves in this place where you know we kind of hit the wall so to speak uh, you know things kind of run their course and we may find ourselves waking up one day just kind of feeling like we're not really sure where you know where to turn next what it is that we're really supposed to do and what's beautiful about it is that we we clearly have the ability to be able to carry on, even if we're not really sure what the plan is and I'm not advocating you know blindly going through life, just doing what comes naturally. Uh, I guess what I am at least in this case advocating for myself is that I want to be able to at least have some level of faith and some level of trust in my own abilities to be able to pay attention to what's going on in this moment. And to be able to see and appreciate that these thoughts in my head don't define me necessarily. I'm just this human being that's thinking thoughts. I'm just a human being that's choosing to identify as a certain person. I'm taking on a certain identity. I'm having certain beliefs. Just because I believe things doesn't mean that they're true. All I really have to do is just recognize that I'm doing it again, that somehow I am engaging, I'm investing time and energy into these things and clinging to them, even when in a lot of cases, they don't serve me very well at all. They don't really end up helping me cope from moment to moment. And that's why what I find is that in the absence, and I have had those moments numerous times this week, that you know, in the absence of knowing what to do next, in the absence of any real definite feeling about what it is that uh, should come next, what I have chosen to do is, and this is there again, it's not a substitute for taking action. We clearly have things that we need to take care of and responsibilities that we need to attend to and people that we need to be of service to and care for. But at the same time, it's possible to do that while while i'm doing the most important thing i can do for myself and for others and that's returning back to the center so to speak i'm essentially whether i'm sitting still on a cushion with my legs crossed or whether i'm in the middle of life taking care of some kind of work task or responsibility that i have towards someone else that i can just pay attention to what it is that my mind is doing in this particular moment and just have a little bit of a little bit more clarity and a little more, a little bit more headspace to realize that you know, hey, this is just me actually thinking thoughts. That just because I wake up and feel like I can't go on any longer, I feel like I just you know it's all been played out. I just don't really know what to do next. That I can still get up, I can still get dressed, I can still do what it is that I uh, know in my heart that I need to be doing. Uh, until I you know until I know that maybe it needs to be something else uh, that i don't have to withdraw from life i don't have to give up and that's the, the really the, 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 some of the mo- one of the most beneficial things about mindfulness practice is that it is something that allows us to just be more comfortable with not having the answers It, it allows us to be more comfortable because we the reason why we get more comfortable is because we practice being uncomfortable. Until we can start realizing that, and and there again, it's taken a long time for me to get to this place. And it's available to any of us that, you know, I'm uncomfortable because I am reacting to how I feel. I'm reacting to what I'm thinking about how I'm feeling. I'm resisting it in some way and I'm not open to it at a certain level. And the more that I practice being open to it and not trying to change it, the more that I practice... Sitting with, and that's really the best term I found for this. You just sit with things. Uh, I don't want to run from it. I don't want to escape from it. I don't want to try to divert myself into paying attention to something else Uh, because at the end of the day, it's still going to be there when I come back. It's what I found is that the only way out, really, at least in my own experience, is through it. That I really want to be able to face whatever it is. And usually what I find is that after doing that for a period of time, of sitting with something, and there again, I may not be sitting. I may be on my feet in the middle of life while it's all going on around me, and not have the time and luxury to be able to take a break from it that I really can actually carry on much, you know, more effectively than I'd like to tell myself that, that I that I think that I can't. And that the doubts that I'm having are just doubts. They, at the end of the day, they are are not as big as I sometimes make them out to be. They're not; those doubts are not as menacing as I like to think that they are. At the end of the day, it's almost like we shrink them down to actual size through appreciating the fact that doubts are really nothing more than thoughts. They're really nothing more than beliefs about how we don't. You know, we don't believe something is the way that it is, or that we don't believe that it will bear out the way that we had hoped or are hoping that it would. And it really is not as, as difficult as it, is, as it seems like it has to be. And that really carrying on, and that's, that's really the best phrase I can use for this, or coping, I guess it was just, it's just another way of saying coping as a human being, is sometimes much more simple then we like to believe that it is, that it's, there really doesn't require a magic formula. It doesn't really require some sort of, uh, you know, magical practice to bring it into being that we really have the capacity and the capability to cope and carry on, even when we really don't know what to believe that somehow, you know, and I, and I think in a lot of cases, what I find is when I talk to people about this, most, if not all people have done it before. We're all capable of doing it. It's just a matter of remembering that we can do it and being able to practice doing these things mindfully when things get tough. because with a lot of times we can't control a lot of the things that are happening externally to us. And so really it's about utilizing those inner resources so that we can cope. So I the next time I find myself, and it could be soon, uh, actually feeling like, you know, I really don't know how to carry on, Uh, It all feels like it's too much. I don't think I can get through it anymore. I can, if I, hopefully, I practiced enough, and there again, there's no guarantees. Hopefully, I can have just a little bit of, of perspective to be able to step back just a little bit. If I can just, even if it's a couple of millimeters, whatever it is, if I can just get myself removed from believing these beliefs that I'm having, and identifying as this person who is stuck, I can see that I'm really not as stuck as i as I 'm trying to convince myself that I am, and uh I've had enough experiences with getting the mind really really, really calm uh you know being in a meditative state for a long period of time, and seeing that the mind actually the more you practice making allowing it to be still, you can't make it be still. But that you allow it to be still, that it can get very, very still, and that somehow there can still be some kind of desire to want to believe something, and the mind at some point will get still enough and quiet enough that it just won't engage anymore it just won't you know, and it's the stickiness uh is not there, and what I've found is that I have had a taste of that uh at different you know enough times to know that when i'm not trying to set that process in motion if i can realize that if i'm fearful i may be experiencing fear but i don't necessarily have to you know the mind itself doesn't always really have to start going down that that path of being fearful and thinking fearful thoughts unless i'm giving it energy and i and what i realize is i guess what i'm saying to bring all this together is is that i am more responsible for what my mind does than i ever believed possible that it's ultimately a matter of choosing you know to not give these negative these notions these negative ways of this negative self talk this you know negative ways of looking at things uh you know not investing a lot of time and energy in keeping those things going and keeping that momentum going. I can actually let go of that. And the mind, you know, will, after practicing this for a period of time, get to a place where it, you know, it won't take these things on as easily because we've practiced not believing everything, everything that we're thinking about what we're feeling. And I know after a tough week that I have had, and other people that I've spoken with have, have had, you know, one of those weeks as well. And I think, you know, there's always someone that's going through a week like this or a day like this or a, or an hour like this or even a moment like this that we really are. We can be more equipped to cope with this than we ever dreamed possible. And it's really just getting down to utilizing an ancient practice or a set of practices that put us in a better position not to be dragged down by these things, that we can actually have more joy and have more meaning in our lives than we ever thought possible, but it does take practice.